guys, um, welcome to another edition of uh, Culture Class Podcast. Uh, my name is Mosayari, and this is a podcast where we get to talk to people from different backgrounds and kind of learn um, from other cultures, uh, in a sense. And we've been, I've been talking to uh, my friend Alazar, uh, Alazar Zawaldi, and um, we'll publish, we'll probably publish this in bits, uh, maybe two or three weeks, uh, publish an episode, we'll have like part one, part two, part three, but yeah, if you're listening to this last week, probably published uh, an episode about um, how he grew up, um, you know, his time in Chad and his time in Germany, you know, coming to the US, and we touched a little bit about the Ethiopian Eritrean conflict uh, in the 90s. So, um, from we're just going to be like continuing the conversation, yeah. and uh, if we don't have enough time, we'll probably record another episode after this. So, yeah, we'll pick up where we left off. Um, so, I think where we stopped was you getting kind of like getting out of high school yeah. in New Jersey. Um, so, now most people or most people in the U.S., um, uh, when they're at that age, uh, the things that they think about is, oh, prom, what's prom going to be like? <laughs> or what college am I going to go to? I want to go to a place where my friends are, uh, gain my freedom, be away from my parents, probably get my license, that kind of thing. But what were you thinking about? I mean, you were like, what now, 17, maybe? Uh, graduating? You... Yeah, when you were graduating. No, uh, 18. I graduated, yeah. Okay. Because I, I had to go back. Gotcha. Uh, freshman. Yeah. Um, 18, right? Yeah, I think 18. Um, so the prom thing, I didn't go. Okay. I didn't go to prom. Uh, and everybody thought, like, something was wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, like, yeah. So even, I felt bad. Like, because I think there was one person that thought I was going to go with her. Mm. But in my head, I was like, why the hell am I going to pay? Because right? when, I, when I started finding out, oh, it's like this much for the limo, this much to rent the tux, mm-hmm. this much for the ticket, and all. I was do they, like, I'm still, not paying all that do money. Do they still do prom the way, the same way they did in the early 2000s, like limos and dresses? That's, that's and how I did stuff. it. Like, because I graduated high school in 2002. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it was like that whole shebang where, you yeah. know, uh, there's all these, uh, these dudes with, like, over... It was like the suit looked bigger than them, right? But they'll have like a, a, a fake yeah. diamond on the, you know, those photos. You see those pictures, yeah. yeah. Usher. That's what Usher, <laughs> uh, what is his name? Uh, Blaine, Blaine, all that shit, right? Jay Wayne. Like, yeah. Not, not Jay Wayne. No. Blaine, Blaine, Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne and then the other dude. Birdman, mm, who? I like a light that you fucking that back. Oh, Jaquan? No. So, no. So one Houston? of the James. One of the, no, definitely not. I like that. I like Chingy, uh, Houston, that era. But all those, yeah. So, like, <laughs> imagine that era. Bring that back, right? Yeah. Um, gotcha. Nate Dog era. Yeah. And uh, so, I just, like, I could not abandon myself to uh, to do that. That, so, and then another thing uh, that correlated was, because, you know, I came here in 1998. Mm-hmm. And it was two, I think it was two years. I think two, two or four years is when you go back. They give you the home leave thing. The UN pays for you to, uh, to return back to uh, to your home country. What do you mean? You remember how like my parents came to my yeah, uncle, uncle and aunt came to so they were on vacation, summer oh, vacation. Yeah, so yeah. the UN pays for them like their airfare to, to go, go back, back for home, like home, yeah, home leave or home vacation, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and 2002 ended up being like that's what's gonna happen. Mm. So I was looking to save money, right? Because I was gonna fall out. 
<laughs> when they had to go back yeah. and ball out. So I was like, when they were talking about the prime, I was just like, no, I'm good. And everybody was just, they made, yeah. I really didn't care. It's not my tradition. Yeah. I didn't think about it since, like, you know, since they were, like, I mean, 10. I hear yeah. you, man. I've, I've never really had a graduation myself. Yeah. Um, I mean, I graduated from, like, King of Gardening or something, but mm. that was, like, the only graduation I, like, had. Uh, my undergraduate, my high, okay, my high school graduation, I, yeah, we kind of, like, graduated because I went to a boarding school. Mm. But my undergraduate graduation, I didn't really go. Why? Um, exactly, because it's not a big thing where yeah. I come from, like, graduation so what like yeah. you know i was actually working and i took time off with the excuse <laughs> of my graduation why i didn't go yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh this would be cool so i yeah, showed yeah. like my boss like hey i graduated in two days you know can i go like, oh yeah yeah go mm. but i didn't go so when i told that to my friends here in the US, what you didn't go because yeah. graduation prom that's like a big thing yeah, right here yeah. in the us but huge, not not huge. so much yeah i Probably getting married is a bigger thing yeah. back home, or you know, getting a job or something. Yeah. You know, something substantial. Like, you know, graduation, like, so what? So, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. But see, like for graduation, for me, like I, I graduated here, so you know, the family here, when they come here, all of a sudden, graduation becomes a big thing yeah. in America. Any excuse to ball uh, out, man. yeah. But even <laughs> as Africans, it's like holy shit, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I didn't go to prom. What I did actually is go straight to the after party. Great. So everybody, the plan was for everybody to go. You know, they go to prom, mm -hmm. and then people go to uh, to the after party, like Jersey Shore or whatever. So did you go there um, with your date or? No, not really. Just yeah, okay, just, just some friends. Solo. Yeah. Because okay. so the party becomes bigger then. Yeah. Like there's like other other people or other schools, and just everybody can just uh, uh, welcome. Okay. So yeah, it was a it was a fun night. It was a good night, uh, and I feel like I made out better because there was a lot. We ended up. We all ended up like that. We all ended up doing whatever, you know, what we do. The yeah. whole point of the movie, right? Yeah. Is to, to drink, you know, fuck, have fun, party. Uh, that happened, but I didn't, that, that didn't do it. Spending like six, seven hundred dollars, right? Wow. So I felt like I, uh, I won on that one. Um, and gra actually graduating. Uh, so I, growing up, I told you, uh, my education, I hated school. Mm -hmm. Actually, I still hate school. Uh, no, I don't. But for some, the, who's gonna the get way his third I learned, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the way I learned is non-traditional. Gotcha. Um, so, so I was always like the the clown or the the class, you know, the ambassador. They used to call me. They come, you know. He, he uh, what was it? They, she told my uh, mom, he's a politician, not best. He's a politician. Mm. Uh, it's, and he comes, you know, talks to everybody, does this and that and that. That just leaves, right? Or you're just like, <laughs> without actually doing anything. You make everyone feel your presence. Yeah, so, yeah, so they'll like, feel yeah, less yeah, black. Like, yeah. They'll feel less pressured when they do the work. Yeah. And they'll still give you a so good score like, on yeah, peer review. And then they just go, yeah. <laughs> um, but that all changed. So even high school, I almost, almost, almost got kicked. Almost fell out of uh, one high school. Like, it was really bad freshman year. Okay. Uh, and sat down, uh, worked hard. Brought back my my grades. Uh, senior year was accepted. Actually, I 100% flirted my way in to Senior Hall University. So really? I had applied. Yeah, so I applied. What, right? what university? Senior Hall University. Senior Hall. Yeah, in okay. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. okay. So uh, I applied there, and then they told me in order for them to accept me, they have to have we have to have an interview okay. with you. I was like, cool, let's do it. So they set it up, and I went there. And the person that was uh, interviewing me it was actually a grad student, mm. right? And uh, I was like, 
she hadn't done this for for very long or whatever. Mm. We sat down, you know, so she she asked me all the basic questions to begin with. And when I say I flirted, it was not like intentionally like I'm gonna seduce her, but it's just that, you know, it just naturally we kind of start uh, not hitting it off, but we you know we click. Yeah. But before you know it, within within like ten to fifteen minutes of the interview. The whole thing was flipped, and she was telling me everything about herself. Uh, wow. <laughs> why she was in the program. <laughs> I'm telling you, until, okay. like, by the end, she was, literally, we hugged it out. She's like, I can't wait to see you again. Uh, okay. <laughs> for the for the fall, 2000, uh, to, uh, for the fall 2002 uh, semester, but I might be here during orientation, uh, all that. Mm. What went, uh, went out, I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and that went. Uh, so I got lucky enough in that in that aspect oh, because my grades was not that my grades were not that great my yeah. grades were not were not that good. Um, and and that what, did you, year, what did you study? What did you choose to study? So <laughs> that's also another funny story. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody, what they tell you: medical, law, law, business, yeah, all that, right? Yeah. yeah, you have to be. Yeah, some some substantial. Right? <laughs> yeah, you need substantial work. Exactly. Um, but like I said, so far my uh, academic career has was not good at all. It was actually horrible. Mm. Um, so I don't think a lot of people had hopes that I would become a doctor. And was this stemming uh, from some of the challenges you had back in Chad with ADHD and you know stuff like that? Yeah. So okay. yeah. So it is based. It, it's a hundred percent linked to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then freshman year of college, first semester I had a one point eight GPA. Mm. Uh, and obviously that's academic pro- probation right away. Mm-hmm. Second semester, like working hard as hell. Uh, I had it like two one. Okay. So it was at that time that one one professor, one of the teachers was like, "Have you have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD?" I had never heard. I had never heard it. Yeah. Wait, before you go on, what were you still living with your uncle at this time? Uh. Freshman year, so it was not too far, so I was half, half on and off. Yeah. Okay. But well, um, your parents were still back home. My parents were. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. My okay. parents were still back home. Actually, I know we skipped this part. My mother was in Texas at the time. Okay. With my uh, my little sister, my older sister was in France. Okay. My father was in Ethiopia. Okay. Uh, I'll, we'll come back to that because I know that's uh, I just dropped all that shit. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they they did that, and the teacher was like, "Have you ever talked to anybody like that?" I've never heard what ADHD. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the school had uh, psychiatrists and all that at the school mm-hmm. that can help you for counseling and all that. Again, they use uh, real counselors, psychiatrists, and they use uh, it was medical students that are that are doing that day like clinic hours. So I went and talked to them, uh, and, and you know, said so this teacher said you know to talk to you guys about this. Blah, blah, blah. So they give you a test. Uh, they give you a test to determine, and they said yes. So basically, they gave me. Uh, medication helps, okay. but more that more so too, like it's techniques, right, to to help me develop. I'm as you can tell, like as you're watching, I'm very fidgety and all that, right. A lot of times you, you'll see me chewing up. Mm-hmm. So like for me, this is what works for me. A lot mm-hmm. of people are like you, you always have gum because when I'm chewing, I'm doing something that I don't have to like have to. fidget, right. Okay. Not only that, like if I'm chewing, because uh, my my thoughts will go. I start thinking about. I live in my head basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm chewing, that keeps me in the present a little bit too. As well. or if, if I play stuff with my with my like if there was a piece of paper here, I'd be like folding it into different shapes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm doing that, I'm still listening, but I'm focused, so I'm in the present. You know, what I mean? so there's a lot of techniques that you do. Um, 
and this, these were these were things that were introduced that you were introduced to freshman year of freshman college. year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so once that happened, it was it was basically like flip side, right? It completely flipped. Uh, so I I can't even thought myself uh, of myself as stupid most of the, you know because I'm gonna cheat you that way you're gonna think that not stupid but just you know like different yeah uh, so all of a sudden it was it was like the next semester was like three two three four uh three two three three GPA and then after that it was like dean list dean's list uh, wow. all the way through yeah wow uh, and then my my graduate my graduate uh, GPA it was it was like the se- the semester before the last was three seven, mm. right? Grad school three seven, uh, but at the same time, this is while I was still working, running a nonprofit, uh, and then the last semester I, st- I got onto the Obama campaign in two thousand eight. That's when I read. So oh, I wait, wait, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. So, um, it just goes to show that um, someone cared enough, right, to, to say something, to yes. say something, and kind of like try to identify the problem and try it's, to solve it instead of our instead our of, people. Yeah, it's like we have that issue of dismissing somebody quickly, especially someone young. Categories right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Like what's, instead of taking the time. Yeah, they so, think the person's acting out, or they think the person's not serious, or is possessed. Or, I'm telling you, so with, with like an evil spirit. The only thing I did not like about Chad was all the ass whoopings that I got. Mm. And when I tell you ass whoopings, I'm talking about like your shirt is stuck to your back because it's bleeding blood, yeah. ass, ass whooping. That um, sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when we went there, again, I was not good enough to test into the into the lycée français, the actual lycée français run by the French. Yeah. Uh, it, I was, because, you know, it started off in kindergarten in Ethiopia, so automatically they'll accept traditional testing uh, kindergarten. But I went to the African, like, uh, just an African regular school, right? Yeah. But it was uh, mostly Chadians, but there were, you know, here and there, there'll be, like, different uh, different Africans within as well. Loved, loved my friends, right? Uh, loved all, all the people that just sit outside, sell you little things, you know, like, all that. The one thing I hated was teachers and how loose they were with their people. Mm. Uh, in the midst, um, I was one of the few Christians, mm. right? Uh I was one of the few uh, foreigners in the school, mm-hmm. and I talk a lot, and I'm loud, and I can't stop fidgeting. I, so that was just like the perfect recipe for an ass woman. For an ass woman. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like, I, I, I checked all the boxes. <laughs> that, yeah, so they, they, everything was against me, I felt like. Do, um, do you still keep in touch with, or are you still in touch with anyone from Chad uh, all these sadly, years later? No. That's one thing I re- like. It's not like I can regret it because I just basically nothing I could do. But I wish to to to, to kind of reconnect with, with some of those people. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, again, there's no. Uh, I, mean, I, didn't know, I didn't know what email was. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really bad. I have memory like, uh, names and stuff like that. I'm really bad with that. Gotcha. My camera search there. Uh, my name is Mosa, by the way. No, because <laughs> you know why? I just I checked just... on my phone earlier, so. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. So Chad, you know what they used to do? Uh, and I actually saw this in my own life. They bring uh, like used tires. What? Like used tires, because a lot of people there uh, use uh, you know those bicycle mopeds. Yeah. You can you can use them at bicycle, and then they'll go. Yeah. So there's a shit ton of them. So they brought like one day they brought an old like worn out one. Okay. They sat it down and they cut it into strips. Mm, so they used the rubbers. So and then they they put that to a stick. Mm. And that man, 
Man, dude, that ass whooping. Oh my goodness. I mean, <laughs> and then sometimes they put us, like, if two people were arguing or whatever, yeah. they'll put us in front of each other face to face, and you get two slaps, you get two slaps. Or however the teacher yeah. wants. And she, <laughs> it was a female uh, teacher in uh, my homeroom. Uh, homeroom? Yeah. Homeroom. The teacher was a uh, female. She would sit and watch us slap each other. And yeah. if you don't if you don't do it hard enough, she will do it for She'll you. She will do it for you. Yeah. I mean, the slapping thing sounds yeah. about right because I went to a military school mm-hmm. in in Nigeria, and not only did we have to deal with teachers, we also had to deal with soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And not only did we have to deal with soldiers, because yeah. it was a military school, like everything was like officer training, so seniority was a thing. Like yeah. if someone is a step no. above you, it was a real thing. So we dealt with three different people: teachers, soldiers, is, yeah. and seniors. That and is like super seniority crazy. situation. So those military in Africa, because both, like oh you know, Africans, we love seniority. Yeah, we right? do. You're two weeks older than somebody. Like, eh, 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 respect. Yeah. Huh? Even twins. That's why you're like, yeah. yeah, even twins. Like, I, I know a situation where there was a very popular situation where um um someone a twin was born like eight minutes before yeah someone else and when it was time to like split the inheritance like he got everything eight minutes before get the fuck out of here he got everything and he left his oh, brother nothing damn. like he was cold he was like yeah wow you know i'm the eldest son i was born eight minutes before you i get everything wow. you get nothing that's like, i believe it though that's how we are yeah eight that's minutes like, Listen, yeah, crazy. legalese is legalese, right? We're in law yeah. school, you know, they'll tell you these, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, and then the milk, I'll tell you about the, the soldier too. So that experience, because of that, that also reinforced, because it's self-value, right? I, I knew I wasn't good at school, but I knew I was good with people. I, I knew I, I'm good at managing. Like, let's say my friends, right, I, when we play ninja or whatever, mm. uh, like, I would always, they would, usually I would be like, okay, let's do this, da, 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 right? Like, I'm good at leading, and, but I'm not good at sitting down and just... You're not good at like, micromanaging. My, like, I don't. You're not good like, at yeah. working out the details, yes. but you're good at, like, strategy. Strategy and, and big picture. Like, the overarching. I love game theory, right? Like, because you're, yeah, because yeah. I don't think linear. I, it's branch off like thoughts is branch off so yeah. just like A, B, C, right you know what that means right if you ever go into like a business and you've had a non-profit before like you have yeah. to get a partner who's like pays a lot oh, of attention 100%. to detail oh, so you focus yeah. on like business development and someone else focus on you know keeps you know yeah. everything internal yeah. on the, chat the best relationship I've ever had mm-hmm. that I've ever had was with somebody uh, she was when I tell you like very detailed Mm. Uh, almost to like to the OCD point, almost not, but like she like everything needs the right. Opposite but she didn't, yeah, right? but she didn't. She but she had problems seeing the big picture. She just worried about this. So yes. together, we just crushed most things. Yeah. Mm. Uh, about the soldiers that you said. <laughs> so I told you I I, I studied uh, diplomacy. All right, let me go back. I know guys. I know I like branch off again. I told you I don't That's have a linear thought. Yeah. Hey. So uh, college, right? Yeah. Went to see all, got accepted. Came to uh, orientation. So the, the, the what, what did you study? So I for going in, I went in undecided, right? Yeah. Uh, I think there was extra requirements for specific schools to apply for specific schools, right? Mm-hmm. So my grades were not that fantastic. Uh, so I and I was I was not trying to push it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They they let you in, shut the fuck up, go with the flow, right? Oh, the, gotcha. uh, you know, like the penguins. Yeah. Be cool, man. Act cool, right? Like, yeah. That's how that was me. Going <laughs> what do you mean into, the, like the little Madagascar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that was me going into that into that college. Uh, so uh, so orientation, 
we uh, we went in, and I, again, I'm I'm very like I could be very I'm calm now, but I was very hyper when I was a young person. I'll talk to everybody. Da, da, da. Uh, so what they do is they have these uh, TA, not TA, or student leaders, like actual college students, to help out. And they were taking you based to to a specific orientation based on the school that you prefer. Yeah. Right? So everybody in my family says, I'm, I'm a talker, right? No. Uh, no, they said business. Really? Yeah, I can I can sell you your own shirt. Right? Like I, I'm, I'm good with sales. Like I've done, I've had that experience. So everybody was like, go to. I actually thought about law uh, myself. Before I actually knew how much law, how much work goes into becoming a financial, I was like, actually, no, no, thank you. Uh, so everybody was like, you're gonna do business, you're gonna do business, right? That's what. So I was sitting there in the like you did a questionnaire or whatever, so they tell you where to go, what what number to look for, and I that I uh, and it's a big uh, like grass area. Okay. So while I was sitting there and I look and I see this beautiful chick, right? Beautiful. I'm sorry, chick is not a woman, lady, younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like a, and it's done. Yeah. So, eighteen-year-old me, right, moth to a light, to a fire. I just went straight towards it. I completely forgot about my group. I sat there, and then I started chatting her up. Da, 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 da. We started talking. I looked back, my group was gone. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, you lost your group. Come with me." So I just followed, chatting. Da, 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 right. Wait, what happens with grass students? Oh, that I never saw her again. Really? Yeah, I never saw her again. Never? Yeah, yeah. I actually, I wish I did because I want to say thank you so much. Yeah. I never saw her again. Uh, so I was following her. She was doing a tour for diplomacy, for the school of diplomacy at mm. uh, Seton Hall. Uh, so you chose a career based have, on the girl. I didn't even choose. Cho- cho- yes, basically that. <laughs> Faith chose. Wow. Because while I was talking to her, the other group left. So, and then I didn't want to run around by myself because, again, they let me in. I'm gonna be cool, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, and then she's like, yeah, just come walk with me. I was like, cool. Uh, as we walk, talk, and then she, we got there. She's like, okay, bye. And then she just disappeared. I was like, fuck, now I gotta sit through this shit. While I sat there, they came and they, you know, they give you the whole uh, spiel. Uh, and I was like, this is awesome. This is you know, this is what exactly what I like. I would love to do this. What what, what attracted you to that field in particular? Because I know you ended up starting like a nonprofit yeah. when you graduated. Were you in? And I'll allow, allow you to say exactly what it is. But what I'm getting a sense of is based off where you were coming from, and you know, kind of like the conflict in the region and your background that kind of attracted you to the whole international development diplomacy. So um, I told you, career track guilt, right? Mm. Guilt is a motivator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by then I was learning. Right? I was I was I was learning uh, a lot about colonialism. I was learning a lot about uh, uh, socio-economic uh, disparity, all that, right? Uh, and I felt useless. I felt like I was living it up in America, while others were just you know really they're still suffering and nobody's doing anything for them. So when I sat there and I'm listening to these people and they're telling me, we're going to give you the tools and the knowledge by which you can, like, I could help my own people, right? I can help uh, even better one person's life. I was like, boom, this is it. This is faith. So I stuck with the, I stuck with the, with the orientation, talked to the people, da, da, da. Uh, and then they told me, come back. Was it? Yeah. They told me, come back uh, for during during spring semester, and if your GPA is high enough, you can go because they had they had a higher requirement from the general admission. Yeah. So cool. So I went in undecided. 
And then obviously I told you I had my issue with uh, with uh, uh, freshman year. So I didn't apply freshman year. Okay. My family thought I was gonna, I, was, I applied, I got into the business school. But as you know, most of the freshman year, even part of your sophomore year, you're just doing basic, basic like stuff. general courses. Yeah, so mm -hmm. they didn't figure it out. So it was first, first semester sophomore year, did good enough to, to get accepted. Cause I went and badgered the fuck out of them, right? Uh, so they accepted me. And then it was second semester uh, sophomore year. That's when I started taking full course. My family didn't know that I was taking this program uh, probably like until a year later. Like, uh, um, what do you call it? No, beginning of senior your junior, year. Your junior year? No, the beginning of senior, senior year. year. Yeah, gotcha. And the only reason why they did is because I had the opportunity of continuing uh, my education to make it into a master's, and they were going to wow. give me a GA position for it. Uh, so, you know, so wait, from, from, from a 1.8 GPA to... Finally, so yeah, so I said uh, first, sec, la, first, la, second to last semester uh, uh, grad school, I had 3.7. Mm. That semester, I just started doing a lot of campaign, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm never going back to school. Who cares about GPA? So I didn't really do, do whatever. So total, I, I graduated with 3.4 mm -hmm. uh, for grad school. But the whole point I'm telling you all this, don't dismiss people, right? Give people option, uh, the, the resources that they would need. Yeah. But first, don't dismiss them. So most of my life, people just took a quick glance of how I behave or how I thought or whatever, and then automatically they put me in a category of, he's an idiot, don't, you know, we just sit on the corner, just, yeah. Uh, but that one professor actually, I, I feel changed my life. Are you still like, in touch with her? No. I'm a, I'm a shitty person. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, stay in touch, touch with anyone, man. <laughs> we used to be in touch yeah. with me after this podcast. <laughs> Now you can hold me accountable. That's what Facebook's yeah. for, man. Hey, once in so a while, I'm just not, like so I'm not once a, a year, I'm once not. a year, just like a picture on Facebook. That's it. That shows that hey, you know, hey, yeah. what's up? See, no, like I, so I came off Facebook. I was really into Facebook when it first was gone, but mm -hmm. for a few years now, I haven't been messing with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than the, there's no other way for me to stay in contact with uh, people, especially you haven't seen in like 10, 15, 20 years. years. Yeah. Uh, but let, going back to, to child soldiers and with the major, uh, I want to... So back to child soldiers. No, no it's, it's related uh, topic. So oh, yeah. when I started my classes on, like for, for so international, diplomacy, international relations, uh -huh. that's when I started ta learning more about, you know, like the history and the current, uh, current affairs of a lot of African countries, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's when I started learning about what child soldiers were. Mm. <laughs> and I remember sitting in class... And they're telling you, like, oh, these people did this to these young, you know, to these kids and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, how horrific it is and all that. And I'm, like, looking around, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? These are the assholes that used to steal my fucking uh, ball. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's when I was like, oh, shit, all those kids, they, you know. Yeah, they, they were, disappeared. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, that fucked up. They kidnapped those kids from their parents. And the, mm -hmm. I know, up until that point, right, I you never thought occur, about it. It occurred to you. Nothing. I never, like, I never, like, again, remembered it. Mm -hmm. But when we were kids, you know, when you, when you make uh, balls out of plastic, mm -hmm. right? Like, you stuff them with different things, and you kind of make them into, like, you package them into a nice soccer ball, right? Yeah. And uh, we used to just play barefoot in the sand, right, in the street. And these kids, time to time, would come and take our ball, whatever, and slap us around. With guns? 
they had AKs on this truck. Not with their, like, they, they would, but just slap you in. You know, that they talk to you. You know, soldier, you know how yeah. police and soldiers are yeah. uh, back home. Like, slap you, like, get out of here. Yeah. Right? But they were kids. Yeah, but, they were, but at the time, again, for me, they were just the assholes that came with box with us, mm. right? I didn't think think of them as being victims of of, of being South soldiers, right? Of, yeah. of kidnapped and tortures and all that because all the things that they did and I'm sitting there like it just blew my mind uh, in that classroom. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. And that added to it again even more. Yeah. Right? So that these are all the things that fueled my desire to do something, even start the nonprofit and all that. Yeah. Um, so how, how much did and sorry to cut no, you no, short, no, no, no. but again, there was a brief period where you worked on the Obama campaign. Mm-hmm. What exactly did you do, and did that also add to your vision for giving back to your country and like having the nonprofit? Where yeah. does that come in? So the nonprofit exactly. came in before okay. the Obama campaign. The nonprofit uh, we call it Sanji. 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 Okay. Uh, and uh, so that was in. What does so, that mean? It was, it's a Ghanaian word, if I remember, but it was, it's like, not new birth, but a new bloom, if I remember. That's what it was, I don't know, like, I, that's what I was told. Okay. Um, but we can, we can look it up. So we conceptualized it, actually, we established it in 2006. We. So it was me and, and uh, me and uh, Ndoso Kasimi, who was at, in the program with me. He was from Ivy Coast. Okay. Uh, and we were roommates. Right? Okay. Studying the same thing, we were roommates, and you know we were sick and tired of all the shit that was happening. And the main thing that motivated us was the 2006 World Cup. Mm. So if you remember, uh, so if you remember, in 2006, Ivory Coast was in a bad civil war, right? Sierra Leone had just ended uh, a little while ago, and Ivory Coast was still in that. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, right, the North and South and all that, right? All of a sudden, when Ivory Coast qualifies for the world cup it was ah, everybody's like hold the fuck up hold up we got a chance (laughs) there are pictures of soldiers and you know individuals whatever Mm -hmm. that were just shooting at each other trying to kill each other two days ago now they're all huddled around a small tv right to watch this shit yeah we were blown away it was like holy fuck yeah that's football man yeah see football is it's more powerful than the need to hate and kill another person. That's what it says, like True. the clear image. True. So we sat there, we're like, we got to do something with this. This is, you know, we felt like this was an opportunity. Uh, so we sat and conceptualized a peace building, a reconciliation, uh, a nonprofit, mainly that was folks, plus aid and all that. The main thing is with, with peace building and all that, and uh, uh, peace building, I should just in general within Africa, a lot of times it's motivated motivated by foreigners, mm-hmm. foreign nonprofits and foreign governments mm-hmm. that don't truly understand the, the local culture, history, uh, and are seeing it from a westernized perspective, mm-hmm. right? So what we hope to do is, one, uh, and then the main thing is corruption. The amount of aid that is being sent to any country, right? It's that tax, right? You get ta- tax in quotations. So every minister, general, you know, whatever, takes his tax. And by the time there's, uh, there's an actionable amount, an amount that you actually can use to do or get something, 
it's trickled down by sometimes 60, 70, sometimes everything is gone, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So the other part of this is for us to use local people, mm -hmm. if we don't know the, uh, the locals, uh, if we don't know the local ground, to have to take the funds that we have and directly to make it make it something actionable, right? Gotcha. Um, how, how old were you guys at this I time? Was, uh, I graduated in 24, 2008, I believe, and then I was 22. Okay. Um, yeah, 22. Um, yeah. What, what was um, a major project you guys embarked on? What did you try to do? And uh, yeah, just give me a so, sense of what you were able again, to do. So at the time I was bartending. That's how I paid um, for you know my living and all that. Uh, and then, so I started throwing parties, like big parties. Hired DJ, like I, I had bars, and, you know, like I had, did a few bars, but we had Voro. We had one specific bar. Mm -hmm. High security cops, DJ line, and that's how we were funding the pop to get not pop started and getting funds right at the beginning mm -hmm. to get to, to get things going. Later on, we brought on individuals. Uh, one big source that was for us was Spain. There were some Spain. donors, yeah, Spain uh, from Barcelona, and there were donors that were giving a substantial amount, right? Okay. Uh, and that's when the euro was a really good conversion rate. Gotcha. Um, we were able in 2007. We were able to one put together a soccer tournament uh, in Ivory Coast. We had it was 44 different villages, mm. right? So the main the main uh, sticky point for this is that every team has to be diverse. Wow. Because now that's how e that's ethnically right. Ethnically mm -hmm. everything right it has to be diverse ethnically and uh, religion as well because. They tried to introduce religion within the within that conflict too. Gotcha. Right? It was yeah. Uh, so we made it diverse. The reason is that you need to work with people. Yeah. In order to, especially towards a goal. Yeah. In order to understand Literally who they are. Towards yeah, the, yeah. Exactly. So in order to understand who they are, right, and see them as you see yourself. Oh, that's a great idea, man. We had at first it was like hard going, but uh, but we actually pulled it off. Not to the point that. The minister of reconciliation and all that started coming to us, asking to be part of this. At twenty-two, wow. Uh, so obviously we can't be dismissive of them. Yeah. But another thing that we did is we gave we get we bought over ten thousand dollars worth of medication, specifically for malaria and stuff, right? Because obviously Africa. Oops, sorry, Africa is devastated by that, but that area was highly affected as well, and that was the the prize of the soccer tournament. Wow. If you if you participate within this, you'll be included within that, right? Uh, not winners, but everybody that participates will benefit from this. From this. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, a trophy for the winning. So one, you're doing peace building. You're helping people work with each other. So they see, they stop seeing an enemy and they'll see a teammate. Right? Yeah, and you help fight this. And two, well. exactly. So we're trying to make everything that we do as effective as possible. Not just drop money and go and, be, and then feel good about ourselves. Gotcha. Right. And, and I was going to ask about that, right? Because you said um, um, some donors uh, that come from the West, uh, they don't really understand the culture and they come and no. they drop culture. But we also have a, a sense of savior mentality in a sense where mm -hmm. um, locals who go to the West, uh, maybe for school, you know, go abroad, go outside Africa for a while. There's that need to come back, which is fine. Yeah. 
But when they come back, they face some kind of discrimination that, hey, you know, you left eight years ago, nine years ago, 10 years ago. You are not part of us. You don't know what we're going through. You are yeah. now an American boy. Did you face that, especially um, owing to the fact that you were dealing with like different villages? So did you face that, hey, who do you think you are? When last were you in the country? So- I wish I wish I I didn't go to Ivory Coast for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dosoe. Uh, one reason is I can leave the country mm-hmm. because of my my status and all that. Right. Uh, no, it's not. Excuse me. It's not I couldn't leave the country. It was hard for me. It's harder for me to leave the country because I was still an Ethiopian uh, citizen, uh, and I was on a G four visa. So I was a dependent of somebody that 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 had a G one, right? The paperwork and all that you have to do it's crazy. is insane. And this is also after 9-11. Not too long after 9-11. So mm. everything was stricter, right? Worse. So I didn't want to risk just, you know, for them to do one. But even more so, two pe- why two people when you can save that money? Right? Always about when the you, money. <laughs> it is. Because, again, it is. Because that's, that's how this money is gone. Yeah. Because a lot of times the AIDS, right? All this aid money is just dwindling down is because oh yeah they're like oh yeah uh they need a hotel or, yeah, or they need yeah, yeah or they need a the, they, they need the latest land rover yeah Motherfucker, that toyota will do you know what i mean that will take you that was good enough for them it should be good enough for you yeah. they're staying at fancy hotels they're eating good mm-hmm. there's peace no i'm not i'm sorry peaceful there's a lot of UN, UN people that are living really well if you work at, in the UN, like, right in africa or you work for the to, for the these big nonprofit or NGOs or whatever, mm-hmm. you're living well. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be living well when all the people around you are hurting when you're there to help. You know what I mean? Oh, well, they, they, they try to uh, to play devil's advocate. They, they want to attract the best talent, right? So they try to also sell it as, you know, you get an opportunity to live and see other parts of the world no, no, that I while agree. living this life. So they're like, oh, okay, maybe it's yeah. a good career after all. That I agree. Look, that's yeah, that is the, that's that's what a lot of people not all a lot, but I think that's that's a big upsell of the of for people to go into that, right? Travel the world, learn culture and help people. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of money that's wasted on dumb, dumb stuff. So we wanted to like Doso knows the country. Yeah. He knows the people, he knows the language, right? I'm just good I would just be there for pictures. Okay. Right? So I didn't go. So you didn't say a reason to go? No, like, no, there was no reason to so, so, but they also, we also needed somebody here okay. to keep managing things because I was still doing the parties. I was still, you know what I mean? Like, we gotcha. can just stop and go, yeah. Uh, I faced a little bit of that mm-hmm. when I graduated high school. Remember I told you, like, that right after graduation, we went summer vacation uh, yeah. to Ethiopia. After prom, yeah. After prom, right? Uh, it wasn't that bad, but there were there were some people that were just expecting you to come back and be like make it rain on everybody. I was like, what, <laughs> what, what, what makes you think this I was, came back rich asshole? This was someone who didn't go to prom because why you say money? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But I, no, but I did save that money. I did. I keep hitting this shit. I speak a lot. For, I speak with my hands. Mm-hmm. I know, so I'm here like doing like fucking ninja moves. Yeah, and I've I keep been dodging my like punches and stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I did save some money, and that money I did use it, and I feel like uh, to to have to have fun with my friends that were that were uh, that were still there. It w- but a few of them were 
almost as if like I owed something to them. Is is that is that's not exactly that's part of it, mm-hmm. but that's not exactly what I'm referring to. Like what what I'm referring to is, and maybe this is this occurs uh, on the humanitarian side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when you go back, you, you have a few people who say, hey, do you have that new Jordans? Do you yeah, have, yeah. you know, what can you do, what you bring, all that stuff, that's cool. Uh, but some people kind of even resist gifts. They're like, who mm-hmm. you think you are just because yeah. you went to America or you went to the US, yeah. uh, you, you came back now, you feel that I am in need and you're, like my provider, you're my savior. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're no, my we, savior. We're very like Africans in general. We're yeah, proud. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're proud, pride, right? Yeah, and um, and even if you want to do something good, right? Oh, I want to go to this community and dig a well. That mm-hmm. oh, what, what are you trying to say? You know, so th- there's almost like a technique on how you should be diplomatic and approach certain situations because people just feel even in music, like mm-hmm. maybe you were here for a while and you tried out music here, it didn't really work out, mm-hmm. and you go back and say you want to be a rapper or a singer. You know, in Ghana or something back home, and they're like, okay, so yeah, you didn't pop off in the States, you just yeah, feel you can come here and be the big thing. So it's always yeah. like, and hopefully, I can, you know, I hope to, I, I, it was my hope that I could have done this, uh, an episode, you know, relating to that with yeah. someone who is going back home. Back, because, yeah. uh, but, you know, I just, it was just interesting to hear, like, your perspective. So, two things that we as Africans, right, have held on for the most part, and those two things that we can, let go even through colonialism and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Is our pride and our sense of humor. Oh, sense of humor, yeah. Right? Pride and sense of humor, that's something that's very important. A sense of humor, to, that's how to, we deal to, with a lot yeah, of stuff. with everything, right? Yeah. So the sense of humor is what lets you get past that bullshit or that hardship, right? Because mm-hmm. it softens the blow. And that pride is what lets you stay, what lets you stay above the frame, meaning like you don't go uh, to their level, right? Yeah. Your betterness. And I feel like that's the two qualities I, I, I appreciate of myself being as an African. Yeah. I know we're we're getting close. I told you I can talk. No, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I, I was I, I was kind of thinking that, you know, maybe we should have just done like a stretch, like a four hour right. interview <laughs> or something. But yeah. yeah, it's fine. Um so I've been speaking to my friend uh Alazar. And, you know, we, we touched on um, how he grew up um, in Ethiopia and how he came to the U.S. last week. And we kind of touched on, you know, his nonprofit that he kind of founded um, during grad school. During grad school. During grad school. And, you know, how, you know, he was getting into his own, some of the challenges he faced. Um, so what we're probably going to do is we're going to try to record uh, one or two more episodes uh, or maybe we can just make this as our show. Give you, give you a full season, like season one to nine. Welcome back, my first guest. Esnosa, <laughs> how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So maybe, maybe we can go like four weeks uh, yeah. at a time. But this is this is a very interesting conversation. And you know, the aim of this is to get to learn something. You know, I'm not a journalist. I'm not really concerned about having a million downloads or doing yeah. this in the perfect format. Yeah. I just want to have a conversation and document that conversation yeah. so we can, I could I could have had this with you like anywhere you know, at the bar, bar or somewhere yeah, or I'm just recording 100%. it so that hopefully you know I can come back to it or you can come back to it or other people most can importantly learn can this, learn yeah. and come back to stories it stories are very important we very, have to share them very very important um, so yeah what we're going to do um, this has been the culture class podcast and we'll probably have a couple of more episodes and I'll talk to you about your time in the army mm-hmm. and what you want to do like in the future yes, so um, yeah so this has been the culture class uh, podcast uh, my name is Nosa 
Uh, please follow us on social media. Uh, it's Culture Class Podcast everywhere except Twitter. Twitter is a uh, Culture Class Pod. I don't know. I feel like my accent is changing. I'm, I'm in between. <laughs> I'm in between. You know, I've been I've been in the US for maybe about two years or so, and I'm in between. Like the African accent comes out, but I'm in between. Like I don't know, but it's, it's just yeah, weird. To too. It feels weird when I want to pronounce some things. I yeah. feel my my tongue trying to. But when I get excited or I'm yelling or I'm angry, it yeah, comes it out. comes out. Like, so my do you know what you're doing? Yeah, like whenever like, I'm screaming, at, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like yeah, my accent yeah. comes out. They look at me like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, after yeah. that, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, follow us on social media. Uh, it's been the Culture Class Podcast. Thanks for listening and tune in next week to hear more stories from Arizona. Thank you.